I can give you an analogy. I don't remember who gave me this analogy, mm-hmm. but it stuck with me. We think about a rocket ship when mm-hmm. it's going to space, right? Mm-hmm. It has the boosters. When it gets to a certain height, the boosters drop off. I don't know the correct term because I'm not in NASA, yeah. okay? <laughs> but the boosters end up falling after a certain point because sometimes it's like people are just around for a certain time and like you can't get to that, yeah. that ceiling, that height with, with them, them around there. and yeah. they have to drop. They're not always gonna be there and they're not always meant to be there. Some people are just meant to be there for a, a lesson or a chapter of your life yeah. and that's it and it's all good, right? Welcome back, episode 18 of the Black is the New Rich podcast. Um, we have a very special guest today. She is a serial entrepreneur <laughs> and I consider her an expert in all her fields, um, but f- Further ado, I do not like to introduce people. I like to int- I like them to introduce themselves. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi guys. So my name is Elfie Balumbo, or you can call me Realtor Elf, helping you build wealth. Hey. <laughs> I'm a real estate agent in the Toronto area, but I'm also the owner of the Beauty Elf. Well, okay, so explain that. What is the beauty? What what is the beauty elf? So the beauty elf is my beauty business that I do: micro shading, micro blading, lashes. It's basically what started the whole entrepreneurship journey for me. Okay. Um, and then I've also branched off, and now I have a hair growth oil that works Jeez. amazing. Okay, let's look at the results. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, dope. So let's take it back. So you actually know you have real you have a real estate agent. Yeah. You have you're in the beauty industry. Yeah. And you do microblading and all that stuff, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So let's take it back. Let's go back like finishing high school. What were mm-hmm. you doing? Man, I think finishing high school. Sorry, where am I supposed to look? Can I look at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> look at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. Okay, where am I looking? Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to say like finishing high school, first of all, it's like I have, I'm African. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you have African parents, it's like, you have to go to school, you have to go to school. So it's like, you're kind of forced to just go to university, even though you don't know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think this happens to a lot of people where you go to university and, you know, I finished, I have a major in criminology mm-hmm. and, you know, my degree looks great on my wall, but that's all it's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've learned a lot from it, but coming out, of, coming out of high school, it's like, you don't really know what you want to do. But I just knew that I just, I was very independent. I wanted to work for myself, mm-hmm. you know? So you wanted to be an entrepreneur from young. Yeah. But you took criminology. Yeah. Did you have any... I had you, no idea what I wanted to do. Did you have any like, intentions of, like, being... I mean, I think, like, because my parents were, like, pushing me, I'm like, okay, mm. well, if I take criminology, like, I was interested in, like, CBSA and things like that, but I was True. like, I'm just doing this to make my parents happy, like, you know? Uh, but it wasn't really my passion. I think I, could, I didn't find my passion for a long time, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's tough to find what your purpose is, like, what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I've struggled with, and I finally found it, and I am I feel good, and I think, like, I'm coming into, like... Your, your, your spot. Yeah. Okay, dope. Yeah. So let me ask you, like, if you could do, actually, no, not if you could do school again, but let's say like you had kids, would you, would you be pushing the post-secondary on them? Honestly, no, but mm-hmm. like, you're not going to stay home and just yeah, chill do, out. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. I would definitely, I think, obviously it's different because I come from immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. When you grow up here and you have, you see all the opportunities, mm-hmm. you're able to advise your children and like be more patient with them. When you come from an immigrant family, it's like, they just, they don't want you to go through what they had to go through to come True. here. So they want to push school upon you. So I think I'm going to be in a way better position than my parents were. Okay. So I'm going to be patient with my child. I'm going to help them discover what 
because your passion is your purpose, right? 100%. So I'm going to help them find what their passion is. You know, mm-hmm. it won't take them until they're in their like 20s to find it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do you feel like you're just now stepping into your purpose now? Um, I think it's been like that for the last two, three years. Yeah. Um, but it's more so like having the mindset that like you believe in yourself, like you know this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's in the back of our heads. I believe that our purpose in life we find that from our childhood like if you look back so yeah i think so because if you look back and think about your childhood like things that you enjoyed doing like they say a lot of artists like when they were like three they were like drawing and stuff like that even with this camera stuff that i was taking pictures from yeah exactly and this is one of the things that my life coach um her name is alexis um williams she taught me this is that to find your purpose sometimes you have to dig back deep into like your childhood mm. and like remember things that you enjoyed doing so what were you doing in your childhood <laughs> um, well i feel like we did move around a lot yeah. and i i remember i loved going like even though like you're moving around but it's like it's as an adult moving around is not a good thing yeah right yeah but as a child i was so excited i'm like oh my god i can't wait to go see our new place like I, i'm so excited and things yeah. like that and then when i got the vision to do real estate um during the pandemic it really like i was like damn like this makes sense like you know when i was having my my um sessions with my life coach like i was like oh man this does make sense you know Mm -hmm. so anyone who's like struggling with their purpose i would definitely say like think back to your childhood and what you enjoyed Mm -hmm. and sometimes it just circles back and that's your purpose this episode is sponsored by black is the new rich clothing aren't you tired of brands taking your cool and not giving back rich in spirit rich in body rich in wealth breathe it live it wear it black is the new rich it's like you know Okay. It's already written for you. God has yeah, already written. I it. believe that too. I believe everything is written and you, you just fulfill your own destiny. Absolutely. Dope, dope. So I mentioned well, you mentioned that you have a life coach. Yeah. What got you into having a life coach? Because I don't hear many actually females saying, Oh, I gotta have a life coach. Yeah. How, how did that come about? Well, I think that sometimes when you find someone that you connect with mm-hmm. and you feel comfortable with, for me, the way it happened is like she just happened to be a life coach. But the minute I met her, we instantly Clicked. connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's like a soul connection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just feel like good energy from people. Like I'm very aware, like self-awareness is huge for me. Mm-hmm. When you have that, you're able to connect with people on a deeper level. But in terms of the life coaching thing, I think everyone needs somebody to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Who's not going to judge them? Mm-hmm. Who's not going to, you know, be biased? It's and like a therapist almost. Yeah, uh, okay. absolutely. Yeah, 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 it's dope. a form of therapy for yeah. sure. A hundred percent. But I also like to keep in mind that at the end of the day, only you know what's best for yourself. So you don't want to use it as a crutch either. Mm-hmm. It's great to have therapy and to have help. But one thing that my life coach always tells me is you don't want to just be relying on, on that person, mm-hmm. right? You 100%. want to be able to learn the tools that you've gained from your life coach or your mm-hmm. therapist mm-hmm. and actually implement it to where you can give those insights and those tools that you learn to other people mm-hmm. and like be okay mm-hmm. you can still check in once once in a while i still check in once in a while yeah but like i feel like i've done a lot of work to where i'm good so you, you don't know? need her anymore <laughs> <laughs> no i definitely i wouldn't say i don't need her anymore but I for this like stage her job she did a great job okay dope yeah. dope. shout out to her dope, yeah dope dope <laughs> so you grew up uh with biracial biracial parents uh your dad is Congolese and your mom is Yes, yeah, so my dad's Congolese and my mom is Romanian. How was that growing up, the biracial thing? I think, oh man, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> talk about um, it, talk about it. I think being biracial is hard. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an identity crisis, honestly, because when you're, especially if you're raised 
by your mom mostly it's my mm-hmm. mom's white okay like you know my mom did a good job like yeah. you know she always tried to do my hair mm-hmm. the best that she could like mm-hmm. you know like she was a great mother mm-hmm. but there's certain things to where it's like uh, like you know like you there's friction there <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time i think like when my mom back then mm-hmm. my mom would pick me up from school people thought i was adopted oh really <laughs> yeah like you know yeah so things like that when you're a child it's like when you get older and you understand you're like oh this is that's why people are acting like this like yeah. you know what i mean yeah but it's definitely a struggle because sometimes like obviously white people view you as black and mm-hmm. black people be like oh you're the white girl the, oh, at the yeah, family function yeah, you know yeah, yeah 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 so it's like that's a little it's bit kind of, of like where do i fit in mm-hmm. but it wasn't until i think growing up anyone who knows me like when i was in high school elementary school i was very quiet mm-hmm. like i still had my super loud laugh mm-hmm. um, but i was always super quiet until like i got to university that's when i really got into my personality and i'm like okay now i don't care yeah. i want to be perfect yeah. i just want to live my life yeah yeah you yeah. know so yeah it's, it's it's hard coming into yourself like you know did you feel like in your friend group like let's say like you have like your black friends like you were like you were saying like you're not black enough and then mm-hmm. your white friends like they they you, they can uh they identify you as being black was that like a a tough situation yeah or? because sometimes i felt like you know when i'm with my black friends and stuff they're like oh well like you're white like you know or like it's like i don't know how to explain that or like just certain things you didn't like, feel accepted at either group right mm-hmm. and after a while i was like hey i, I don't really care. i'm just gonna do my own thing like yeah. I'm, that's why i think i'm very independent from having that kind of identity crisis it's like mm-hmm. okay well this this group is like okay well you're black and then this group's like okay well you're white mm-hmm. i'm gonna just do my own thing yeah so that's why yeah. like even from now like i do everything by myself and i have no problems like i will go to the restaurant and eat by myself like yeah, i do yeah, not yeah, care yeah. you know dope, dope, dope. so what was that like change what was that like transition point where you stopped caring about those things like oh, what man. was happening it wasn't for a while yeah like, i would say probably like my second year of university oh really yeah shit so yeah. what was like going through your mind you're like you know what i'm done with this like what was going through your mind i think it's just like as you get older you know you learn more i think it was really just my self-awareness you know mm. and realizing like i'm elfie at the end of the day it doesn't matter if i'm half this half that like yeah. you know at yeah, the end yeah. of the day i'm we're all the child humans. of god all, first yes. <laughs> that's right that's right thank you jesus praise god <laughs> okay okay dope 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 so you said you began your entrepreneur journey with the beauty industry right yeah how long ago was that um so i started my beauty business in 2017. okay dope so what started you to kickstart that so when i was in university i worked like three jobs you know like i've always been a hustler and my manager she was amazing i worked at pandora i was in jewelry sales like Mm -hmm. you know top sales just saying (laughs) but no i was like really good at it like you know i love making people feel good about themselves like Mm -hmm. especially women um and she went on mat leave and i'm sorry but the next manager she was just doing too much for me yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) like um i think that when you're in a management role it's important to give your employees that space to like learn and like grow and mistakes yeah and Mm -hmm. just like don't be on them like you know like don't be a dictator like Mm -hmm. that's one thing that it does not work i feel like when you find like in anything in human resources in like any field the most effective managers are the ones that really just delegate and let let their employees just do what Grow. you know yeah figure it out and so the next one was not like that and i was like listen <laughs> listen i i'm good yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so 
I left and then I started my beauty business because I noticed a lot of the girls that were coming to Pandora, they all had their lashes done. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, you know, I was so curious. I'm like, okay, this must be something. So then I researched it and I realized like, okay, the profits are really good. Mind you, this was like 2017. There wasn't that many yeah, lash now techs. Crazy. Yeah, now it's crazy. <laughs> now I'm brow tech. I'm yeah. not a lash tech. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, that's how it started. Okay, dope. So you have your, you're in the beauty business and then you start your hair oil company. How does that? So the hair oil company actually recently started. So it's only been a year. Okay, dope. It started in the pandemic. So I was renting a studio um, and pandemic happened. Obviously beauty services weren't happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I also worked corporate. Okay. I worked at an investment firm. Okay. Dope. Um. So I was working from home, and then obviously it was not my passion. So it's it's tough to only be working your corporate job, yeah. and like, you know, it's very draining, especially in the financial industry. It's you know, it's, if you make a mistake, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you're dealing with finances and things like that. So I needed like an escape, and I was like, well, my beauty business was my escape. I mm-hmm. would work corporate, and then I would go to the shop, and then weekends I'd be at the shop. Then the pandemic happens. Pandemic happens. Mm-hmm. And then I've been having my hair growth oil for like years from when I was in university. And then I was like, people would always ask me about it. And during the pandemic, I'm like, why don't I just sell this? Okay, yeah. I got all this time yeah. in the world. Like, why not? Yeah. So I already had the formula. Mm-hmm. So I just got the bottles. I got the labels. And like my first month, I sold like $5,000 worth of hair oil. Well, damn. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, was good. it was good. Like, But I was putting my focus into it. And like, yeah. you know, it was the only thing that I had to do. Yeah. Cause I just, I'm so used to having a lot of things going on. So yeah. it's like, I couldn't just sit and Do be miserable about my corporate job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So during the corporate job, you, you're not working there anymore, right? No. So that transition from corporate to like full-time entrepreneurship, take me through that transition because I feel like that's a hard and scary jump for a lot of people. No, it definitely is. I think that everything that's happened in my, in my life has been a part of my journey. Like it was necessary. Cause mm-hmm. like I said, like, I came to Canada as a refugee, so I didn't have parents who could tell me about finances and teach me um, what TFSA is, what RSPs are, like mm-hmm. teach me what mutual funds you are. Like, teach them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is which is okay. Everybody, you know, has a different story, um, and I think that the investment firm was a was very crucial in my life because it taught me a lot, you know. And I'm super thankful for the experience. It just when I started working there, I've always envisioned myself in like business clothes and like. You know, when I got there, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And when I got there, I was like, okay, the look is there, Mm -hmm. but the something is just not feeling right. You know, Mm -hmm. it just wasn't my passion. I didn't go to school for finances. I was very thankful for the opportunity. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned a lot, Mm -hmm. um, but I knew when the time was like, you know, when you have a feeling when it's like, okay, this chapter's we're we're good. This book is complete. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm ready to move on and. I believe in myself so much that I didn't care that it was a pandemic. And you said, I just, my soul, if my soul does not feel good, I can't continue. Going, yeah, I'm the sad I can't way. go against my soul I can't because fake that's. The funk. If you go against your soul, you're going against God. And Jeez. sorry, I praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So then you just made that jump and you said, you know what, F it. Let's, let's dive into this entrepreneur thing. And you had mm-hmm. your beauty business going. Yeah. So take me through your, um, like, your pandemic experience because i know like talking off camera you said you were going through some things how how is that yeah i think the pandemic well i learned a lot from the pandemic um but i think the pandemic the beginning of it was hard for me i went through moments of depression i'll say moments because you never want to say i'm depressed you never want to claim that over your life and i think 
for people, it's so easy to claim these negative things into mm-hmm. their life. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize we're doing it. So mm-hmm. that's why I'll say I went through moments of depression. And that's where I really um, started diving deeper into like who I am as a person, what I believe in, what, you know, what, what, where I see myself, you know, um, just my higher self. Mm-hmm. And then also I was talking to my therapist like i had two therapists at the time oh, dope. and you know it helped me a lot mm-hmm. did you going through that like healing journey did mm-hmm. you realize that there's some dark days because for me for like the pandemic it really shaped my whole mind like this is how this podcast came about mm-hmm. in the pandemic beautiful but i realized like during that time there's like some super dark days that i had to deal with did you have the same yeah absolutely like during the pandemic i think a lot of thoughts of like my father passing away have, mm, have sorry, yeah. had come back to mm-hmm. me um which i never really dealt with you know mm, so that was really and now you have all this time all this time in the world to think about all these things that have happened you know mm-hmm. and like i think the pandemic was good because it's the first time that we were calm like the world had to stop yes and what i learned from it is that there's so much power from calmness stillness some stillness exactly Mm -hmm. and like there's so much power in being calm and that's why like even me as a person i think it's changed me because before i would like get so frustrated fast or i would get super like irritable irritable quick and now you i'm always in a good mood (laughs) you cannot mess up my vibe okay Mm -hmm. i don't care like always in a good mood okay dope so you mentioned that your father passed Mm -hmm. right so how was dealing with his death like how did you deal with that because that's such a tough death mm-hmm. to deal with mm-hmm. how did how was that honestly i didn't oh like it was kind of like it just kind of like never happened mm-hmm. and we just what do you mean by that never like, happened it happened and it was one of those things where like i couldn't do anything about it at the time i wasn't canadian so it's like it's not like i could go to the funeral because he died back home yeah so it's like you know my mom didn't really talk but like no one really talked it's like it just happened and just Okay, that's it. That, yeah. Keep Next moving. day, we just keep moving. And that's harsh. <laughs> that's different. Yeah. Uh. And um, I'm not to blame anyone at all, yeah, of course. Sure. Like, we're all going through things. Mm. But, yeah, it was it was hard. When you don't talk about things, it's hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I always, I think the key to helping me, um, and what I realized, too, to get over death, and I'm speaking on this because a lot of people have experienced a lot of death during the pandemic, is their soul is still here. Mm-hmm. So I still write my dad letters. Oh, um, I talk to my dad all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that that helps. Like they're they're still there, mm-hmm. you know? They're still watching you. And like, I think I just, now I realize I just continue as if he's here. Ah, uh, okay. You know? Okay, okay, dope. So what are some like uh, mindful practices that you picked up during the pandemic? Uh, meditation. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love meditation. Um, I read a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza, which my life coach recommended to me. Mm-hmm. It's called Becoming Supernatural. Mm-hmm. It is so amazing. It has changed my whole mindset, my whole life, the way I think. Um, basically, he's a neuroscientist. He studies a quantum field and he just talks about limitless mindsets and like limitless possibilities mm-hmm. and basically rewiring your brain mm-hmm. to think a certain way. And I feel like in my mind, when I think about things, and that if you actually put your mind to it, it happens. And yeah, like, 100%. I've been practicing it and it works, <laughs> like it works. Yeah. No, it's crazy, mm-hmm. it works. Um, so I think that's been a big part of changing my mindset and like helping me 
just a be better in every way. Okay, dope. So you're a big believer of manifestation, obviously. Yes. Right? Okay, dope. God so, too. God too. But not you know, there's different levels of manifestation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am on the godly side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. 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 Yeah. Take me through navigating through your bad days because obviously mm-hmm. we still have them. What do you do these days navigating through those bad days or tough times or moments? I think um, one thing that is so important is self care. Mm. Taking care what does of that look like? Self care for me, um, I work out five days a week. I think it's so important. It not only mentally, but look good, feel good. Mm-hmm. Super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do my face mask. You know, <laughs> I take time to myself. I stretch, mm-hmm. meditation, and I pray. Mm-hmm. I use my Bible app every morning, mm-hmm. every night. I mean, some you know some days you might skip a little, but <laughs> you know God knows what my heart is. Yeah. But those things have truly helped me to be better and like being comfortable with being alone. You don't always need to be with people. Yo, like trust enjoy me. your own company. company. Yeah, 100%. Like drink wine. Like put your robe on. Like feel good mm-hmm. about take yourself. Care, take yourself out to dinner. Yeah. Take yourself out to the movie. Do no exactly. And so for me, it's self care, mm-hmm. and it just makes you feel so much better. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. I'm a big believer on self-care too. And I'm a big believer on doing things on your own. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a person that um, always has to be surrounded by company, you know? Cause I feel like the people that are always surround have to be with someone, like there's something that they're missing inside. Mm-hmm. And you know, I actually, yeah, anyways, but yeah, I just feel like self-care and stillness is super, 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 super important. Oh, absolutely. Even like, I can give you an analogy. I don't remember who gave me this analogy, mm-hmm. but it stuck with me. We think about a rocket ship when Mm -hmm. it's going to space, right? Mm -hmm. It has the boosters. Mm -hmm. But when it gets to a certain height, the boosters drop off. I don't know the correct term because I'm not in NASA, okay? (laughs) But the boosters end up falling after a certain point because like sometimes it's like people are just around for a certain time and like you can't get to that that ceiling, that height with With them them around and they have to drop. And that's why I I like to pinpoint like being okay with being alone, doing things on your own, you know, is super important because people are not always going to be there and they're not always meant to be there, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Some people are just meant to be there for a, a lesson or a chapter of your life yeah. and that's it and it's all good, right? Okay, so let's talk about finding your purpose because yeah. for me personally, I feel like I found my purpose kind of later you know mm-hmm. like especially with this stuff i feel like um, i'm finally in my stride you know yeah congratulations thank you That's thank beautiful. you appreciate it <laughs> like it, it took me a while to get here but for you finding your mm-hmm. purpose like what were the, some indicators and how can you help others that are like you know what i just don't know what i'm passionate about how can you help them honestly for the longest time even growing up i thought i had no talent <sighs> really i swear no talent my sister could play basketball she could sing mm-hmm. my cousins were good they're artistic could get a hair like I felt like everyone had a skill. My mm. brother's super smart, like, you know, everybody had a skill and I, I felt like I was just mediocre at everything. Like I mm. was good, but mm. like not great. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like probably the last like four years that I felt like, damn, like I'm talking, I'm good at this, I'm good at that, I'm good at that. You can't tell me nothing, yeah. you know? And it took a while, but I will say like even the real estate, um, it was really just connecting with God. Like the real estate, I'm not even joking. I sound crazy, but it was a vision from God. Mm-hmm. And that's how I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, I think that for me too, one of my talents is like just being that energy, like that bright brightness in somebody's life. Like no matter what I'm doing, no matter where I am, I'm always nice to everyone because you never know, like a smile can literally change someone's life. And I really, mm-hmm. really believe in that. hundred percent. So you, 
basically tapped into yourself by just being more you yeah and like connecting with god i think that's huge to me like like if you don't believe in god i'm so sorry like i love you but like you can't can't, you can't be like like this with me Mm -hmm. you can't it's Mm -hmm. just no offense Mm -hmm. but you just it just doesn't work for me so would you say you're a religious person spiritual person how does your faith i would say i'm a spiritual person because i think that sometimes I mean, all the religious people, sorry, don't <laughs> crucify me, but I just feel like I would say I'm spiritual because I'm still, I don't, I'm not restricted to what religion says. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I still want to explore things. I still want to have an open mind because I think that religion is a little bit restrictive. Like, oh, well, if I want to wear a short skirt, like, let me yeah. wear it. Like, <laughs> it's a little like, culty yeah. sometimes. Like, it is yeah, like, like, you know, don't put limitations on me. And I think mm-hmm. that's what religion does. Mm-hmm. But spirituality is different. It's, like, you know, like for me, church is anywhere I am. If I want to pray my living, that's where my God. church is. Exactly. And that's why I would say I'm spiritual. Okay, dope, dope. So talk to me about your biggest loss. Yeah. And how did you bounce back? My biggest loss? Oh, man. Um, I wouldn't even consider it as a loss. I just, or I lesson. honestly just look at everything as lessons. Um, my biggest loss. Where you're like, damn, like, I can't believe that happened. And you have to bounce back. It could be like, I don't know, a loss in money with business. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. Like, some, like for example, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. Okay. Episode two, Ryan came up on here and he was a camera guy and mm-hmm. he was doing a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And he was shooting the bride or whatever. And he was taking steps back mm-hmm. and fell into the, wa- <gasps> the water fountain. Oh my God. And lost everything. <gasps> camera, everything, oh footage, everything. And this is... Uh, this person's That's wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. So that was his biggest loss. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God that hasn't happened to yeah, you. Yeah. So if you have any losses, yeah, share them, please. Honestly, I can't even think about. I mean, I've been through a lot in my life, mm-hmm. like or so life. a difficult time that you bounce back from. Um. That's not too personal. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> our biggest loss. Deals that about. never went through. Real estate deals. Oh man. Oh man, yeah, yeah, let's yeah talk okay, about it. yeah, for sure. I mean, I wouldn't even say a loss because at the end of the day, I would never ever want to pressure my clients mm-hmm. to buying a home if they didn't feel right. Because at the end of the day, for me, what's important is my relationship with my clients. So 100%. if you don't feel right, listen, no problem. There's many houses, but yeah, there was a point where like I put in an offer on a deal. I thought everything was going to go through, and you know, last minute, it just didn't feel right for my clients, mm-hmm. and I respected that because at the end of the day. I want you to be so happy with my service that you recommend me to 10, 20, 30, yeah. maybe 40 of your friends, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't really consider it a loss, um, but I have dealt with a lot of losses in my life for sure. Mm-hmm. And you're always on a personal back. level. Yeah, on a, always bouncing back. You have to. Yeah, yeah. you have to. I mean, yeah. when you, I was born in Congo and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So when you come from the mud, like literally. At five? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I immigrated to Canada when I was five. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you come such a long way you appreciate everything so much more you work hard like you know it's like you can somebody and think like oh they have such a perfect life but it's like no you really don't know what i've been through and Mm -hmm. i've been through a lot in my lifetime that people probably won't experience Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know and that's just i'm proud of that i'm happy because i wouldn't be the person i am today if i didn't go through half of those things it's a lot so do you look at canada like the promised land of a, a land of opportunities because i think i take it for a, like granted sometimes you, you know? canadians do take it for granted okay i'll tell no. you that you guys do take it for granted absolutely i mean i just think that there's so much opportunity that 
I could never be at home and say, what was me? My life is this, my life is that, because there's somebody out there who wishes they had your life, no matter how bad you think it is. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, to see that and to know like where I come from and where I'm going, it's like, man, I'm just happy. Jeez, yeah. and you're killing it right now. I'm trying. You're killing it right now. I see <laughs> the trying. real estate. I see you pulling I'm up on trying. some luxury homes. <laughs> I see trying. that. Okay, dope. So let's talk about real estate for a second. Mm -hmm. How do you market yourself and how are you getting clients right now? Um, I would say, obviously, it's 2022. Social media is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm here today as yeah. well. Like, you know, obviously, I love yeah. I love what you're showing on your show. Thank I you. love Appreciate it. that you're being so real. And I think that we can all be a lot more authentic with our journey 100%. and just enjoying it. It's not easy. 100%. I'm in my seventh month of real estate. Jeez. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's not easy for sure. But definitely, I would say social media has been a big part. Mm -hmm. And also building relationships with like with other people who have like who are in the industry and they're seasoned and like they're willing to like give you tips and tricks and like, you know, like connecting with mentors, like not being afraid to, to ask, ask for help. Yeah. Honestly, me, I have no shame. If I meet somebody, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, if I meet somebody and I feel like this is a good person, this is like, I, I feel the vibe from them and they're doing well, like I have no problem being like, hey, listen, like, do you mind if I shadow you for like this or like- Oh, really? Yeah, closed wow. mouths do not get fed. Yeah, that's true. bars. Okay. Yeah, no, but it's true, like, you know, like, if you don't ask, how will you receive? Even like God tells us, if you do not ask God for what it is you want, you will not get it. Mm -hmm. And you have to be direct. So like, I, I ask God all the time, God, I know you see me putting in work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dope, you know, dope. Yeah, God, dope. I, see, I know you see me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. know, I mean, if you just keep pushing, it's bound to happen. Like you said, you found me on Explore page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was scroll I, yeah I was scrolling, I was scrolling, I'm like, hmm, this girl, three business, let me shoot my shot. All right, now we're here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Dope, dope, dope. So when it's all said and done, right, mm -hmm. what type of impact do you want to leave? Oh, man. I want someone to, to be around me and be like, damn, like, she just, like, touched my soul. Like, she just made me, I learned something from her. Like, it doesn't even have to be anything, like, old, like, financial or, like, yeah. or about houses. Just learning certain habits or characteristics like your for me my character is the most important thing 100%. if you can learn something from me that will stay with you for life 100%. that's how i want to impact people you know okay. yeah, yeah and like i'm not just a pretty face mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know like i have so much more to offer and i think that i like to touch people's souls oh uh, yeah. i like that i like that <laughs> okay for someone that's super independent right mm -hmm. you have three businesses mm -hmm. uh you live on your own mm -hmm. how does someone come into your life and keep that up <laughs> um i look for two things mm -hmm. one i look for leadership mm -hmm. you have to be a leader mm -hmm. because i do consider myself an alpha female mm -hmm. and you have to be an alpha male i'm sorry mm -hmm. you do mm -hmm. for me to be able to for me i have no problems with letting a man lead mm -hmm. that is amazing i think it's beautiful and i believe in being in your feminine energy that's mm -hmm. very important do you for feel women. like a lot of women are it's like overcompensating right now I think that a lot of successful women are in their masculine energy a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's why sometimes you see successful women being single because mm -hmm. they're giving too much of that masculine energy. Like I realized that I love to be my feminine energy, mm -hmm. uh, but in order for me to do that majority of the time, I need somebody who's a great leader. You want to feel safe, right? Yes. And the second thing I look for is honesty. Mm -hmm. Listen, I am very understanding. Mm -hmm. I, I put myself in other people's shoes. I understand certain lifestyles, mm -hmm. but just be transparent. That's mm -hmm. all I ask for. You mm -hmm. could literally tell me anything, even if you think it's crazy, but the fact that you're honest, I'm like, you can respect okay. that. 
Yeah. 100%. We'll see if we can make it work. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like I'm very understanding. The only thing I don't respect is liars. Yeah, me too. Because I'm a brutal truth person. Like even, I rather the brutal, brutal truth, let it hurt me, kill my yeah, chest. exactly. And then we'll deal with it from there. Yeah. And yeah, those two things I look for. And I think once I have those two, then okay, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, We'll yeah, see yeah, what yeah, it yeah. does, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, dope. So these two questions I ask everybody on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's the best advice that you've gotten mm-hmm. and what's the worst advice that you've gotten. And you don't have to mention any names. Okay, the worst advice I've gotten is it's too good to be true. The worst advice? Yeah, the worst advice I've true. gotten is someone saying like, oh, this is too good to be true, be careful. Blah, blah. It is not too good to be true. I am a woman of God, Jeez, okay? <laughs> if you see some an opportunity and it's great and mm-hmm. you feel it and you believe in it, Go for it, it's not too good to be true because like there's been so many times in my life that I've seen them that I'm like, am I, people will probably be like, this is too good to be true. And I'm like, no, I feel like I'm going though. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it exactly, limiting beliefs and and I follow through with my intuition and it has been a blessing. There's mm-hmm. so many examples in my mm-hmm. life, those too good to be true scenarios. And I'm like, no, thank the good Lord. I listen to myself, yeah, you know? I like yeah. that, I like that. And your best advice? Best advice, Um, my best advice. Definitely would have, my best advice. Um, I would say, hmm. My best advice is living in the present moment. Mm. I think a lot of people forget to live in the present moment. And I can honestly it's say- It's hard. It's, yeah. Because you're always thinking about your future, your past, yeah. what happened, and we're right here right now. And people don't realize like, depression comes from thinking about your past 100%. and anxiety is from li- thinking about your future too much. Mm-hmm. Like even for myself, I can say the last, the last minus the last two years before that, I was not living in the present. I don't even have great recollection of my past because I wasn't present. Mm-hmm. And I think that the best advice for me was living in the present moment and enjoying it. Breathing, like, you know, like your we're life. just here. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm enjoying your presence. I'm enjoying what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying your passion. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just like feel the moment and go with it, you know, just. Mm-hmm. Okay, so living enjoy in the a, day. Yeah, Even fast. God says, you know, <laughs> today's, today's day has already, it's enough troubles, mm-hmm. you know? Don't worry about tomorrow, 100%. live today. 100%. So living in the present moment. Because mm-hmm. that's, some, yeah, that's something I've struggled in the, in the past because always thinking about the future, what's coming, mm-hmm. what am I doing? This Be on that. your phone doing deals. Yeah. Like for a second, you just need to just be yeah. present. Be still. Yeah, mm. be still. Okay, dope, dope. So on this show, we like to make predictions, right? Mm-hmm. So in five years, I'm going to play it back and yeah. I'm like, ah, Elfie said, did say that. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, five years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> five years. I'm definitely top realtor in the city. Gang, top realtor in the city. Top 1% luxury real estate. Um, Realtor Elf It's always here to help people build wealth. And and five years from now, I'm telling you, the wealth (laughs) is going to be amazing. Okay, okay, dope. So top 1%, five years. Yeah. You heard it here first. Absolutely. All right, cool. So I want Maybe wanna... a little person, TV personality. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you, honestly, you yeah, have it too. You can't, you know, sometimes you you tell God, I want to I wanna be a millionaire, but maybe God wants you to be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just shortchanged mm, yourself, right? Bars. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah, know. So, bars, okay, yeah. I like Whatever that. God has for me, five years, I know it's going to be crazy. Okay, yeah. okay, I like that. So um, let everybody know where they can contact you and uh, give out your information. 
Yeah, for sure. So you can contact me. Um, my Instagram is at Alfie Balumbo. Mm-hmm. Also, you can email me at Alfie. Explore page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can email me at Alfie at realtorelf.com if you need help with leasing, investing, buying, selling. I got you. And if you need to grow your hair like this, yeah. baby, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> my Instagram is the beauty elf. Or if you want to buy my hair growth oil, it's the beauty elf dot oil. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> and this is all real, by the way. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna need some of that. Uh, no, yeah, it's so some. good for braids. I'm yeah. telling you, it's a game changer. Like it has all the amazing natural oils, like castor oil, peppermint oil, and it smells good. I hear and it smells amazing. Okay, okay. No, you don't be laying up beside nobody. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And that's how I formulated my hair growth oil. You know. Yeah. Okay, dope. Uh, any last words for anybody? Um, I think that the most important thing in life is to really believe in yourself like believe it to where nobody can tell you nothing because right now nobody can tell me anything Mm. i know where i'm going Mm -hmm. my path is clear and finding that clear path and that focus in your mind and imagining it before it happens that's the secret you know Uh, okay and i'm not where i want to be but you know it's it's, you're there there. i'm there i'm there yeah i'm there for sure dope episode 18 black is the new rich thank you guys um and that's a wrap thank you for coming gang Black on black, nigga, if I stutter that.